Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, it's been an hectic week. Added to that, we've been getting more visitors in the state fair here. That's right, I'm drowning in day trippers and conspiracy theories. Uh, that's away from the online get rich scams, of course. <laughs> yeah, get rich quick indeed. Also, we've got a couple of new senior artists hanging out in the artist retreat, and one of them looks like trouble. Oh dear, yeah, on the other hand, I've been unable to retreat from anything. Yep, I'm still here. Either way, you're just going to love me always perpendicular packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Nednats Florida Island, I've still got a borrowed RV hooked up to the house with both me current farm hands inside, that's Ding Dang, and me long lost common relative Skip Narrow. Yep, add to that the wife Elsie and her best buddy Beyond It, that's Beyond It Brandish Washington or BBW to her friends, have set up a sign near me farm gate asking the visitors to make food donations. <laughs> no, not to any particular charity or any particular food either, come to think of it, they're not fussy, but uh, <laughs> you, they'd never be seen, you know, lining up at the food bank. No, 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 believe me, it's got nothing to do with pride. No, it's uh, just the idea of waiting that long to get food. <laughs> believe me, with all the extra folks showing up at the farm to investigate me conspiracy-ridden cabbage patch, they're not building a bank of food. It's getting more like a veritable food mountain. <laughs> Despite the regular farmhouse drama beyond, it still managed to get another date on that old cougar dating website this week. Yeah, her description is still full of pure fiction. The worst kind, of course, yeah, added to that. Her happy-go-lucky landscaper is out of state this week, so beyond it, invited over her latest catch. Well... It's more like uh, pure and simple entrapment with her, you know. Yeah, she behaves like a uh, well, black widow spider, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Only rather than eating her prey or even her potential mate, she makes them take her out to eat. <laughs> Last week, it was a tour of fast food places. This week, it was an all-you-can-eat buffet with the latest victim, a guy called Frank. He's as slim as a pencil, though, yep. The absolute opposite of beyond it in every way. On the dating site, he calls himself, wait for it, yep, the Stuffer Fan. Mm, yep. He's looking to feed up women who don't really need feeding for his apparent pleasure. <laughs> well, he couldn't have done better than old Beyond It, could he? Yep. Well, that was until, of course, he saw the wife and suggested they make up a threesome at the buffet. <laughs> yep, he couldn't resist taking the wife along too. It was a wonderfully quiet evening here in the farmhouse, well away from the old mother Nan's drunken snoring, but you know, you kind of get used to that, you know, it's uh, like a window-mounted AC, I suppose, or a whining ceiling fan. 
or even a swamp caller. Yeah, well, she's more of what you call a swamp eater, actually. Yeah. Mm. Either way, the hefty couple return just a shade after midnight with Frank. Looking like a filling in an enormous sandwich. He was anyway, yeah. Made by a tight-fisted sandwich maker for sure, yeah. Well, put it this way, it was bulky with thickly sliced bread on either side. With poor old Frank lost somewhere in the middle like a thin strip of cheese. <laughs> it seems the all-you-can-eat place was close to cleared out by the bottomless pits of the mammoth twosome's guts, yeah. Frank was in stuffer heaven, though. Oh, yep, yep, very well and truly stuffed they were. Add to that, Frank invited himself to stay the night. Oh, no. On the floor, at the feet of the stuffers in question. It's the best place ever, in fact. Oh, dear. Well, you'd have guessed by now I'm not a jealous man. Oh, no. I'm uh, what you call an hopeful man, actually. You know, that's right. Maybe he'll take both me sofa dwellers off me hands soon. Yeah, a wishful notion, eh? <laughs> Add to that, our super thin visitor was taking his life into his own hands. You know, sleeping on the floor, you know. Yeah, if either Elsie or beyond it stood on him or tripped over and landed on the poster, yeah, it would have meant instant death. Yep. <laughs> We don't have bumps in the night here, only massive crashes on a par with your average serious earthquake. Aside from those creatures, there are others. Yep, I was just thinking about all those nighttime visitors that haunt the sofa and the living room. It's like uh, an after hours roach nightclub in there. <laughs> One thing's for sure, they're dancing till dawn at what they'd call the crumb and droppings heaven. <laughs> Believe me, regular farmhouse trials and tribulations behind, I've still got that ongoing and increasing dilemma, which is getting, well, let's just say on a daily basis, closer to an outright disaster. Yeah, uh, a disaster all caused by a surge of conspiracy theorists descending on me farm. That's right, me poor little Florida farm is still the centre of a real-life conspiracy. The Cabbage Circle cover-up at Two Medicine Farm. <laughs> What's worse is me con man relative Skipner has been profiteering from the fallout, yet charging folks not only admission fees, but for phony souvenirs too. He's using a small gate at the far end of me field, and it seems with every passing hour, the unbelievable story it's getting wilder and more extreme. Naturally, he's charging extra for a personal guided tour. <laughs> and as a load of upsales too. Yep, that's upsales, but not upscale. Oh, no, we're talking about Skipper, aren't we? He's got fake alien photos, otherworldly paintings from our resident abstract artist, burnt collards in Ziploc bags, and not forgetting something Skip now calls authentic space dust. Yup, he's bagged up pounds of septic sand and coloured it with bright orange food colouring. Um, apparently it got scooped up from the Martian surface when the cabbage-destroying spacecraft touched down for a while before heading on its way to Earth. <laughs> well, to me firm we're going to be precise here yeah you know i just don't know when if ever it's going to stop you know old skips fueling the fire yeah <laughs> fueling the fire right and the day trippers just keep on coming like remote control lemons yeah 
is not even having to advertise either. You know, word of mouth and social media hot air is doing the trick for sure. <laughs> Next week, though, I hope Skip's marketing plan is going to fall flat on its face. Yeah, I'm harvesting all the collards and he's going to have to explain away an empty field. Yep, that'll be an anonymous rectangle and not a spooky circle at all. <laughs> Skip. Another scheme down the drain, or should I say ditch around here. Right now, they've still got a foot of dirty water in them, so... <laughs> yep, I didn't plant me crops as entertainment anyway there for eating after all. The conspiracy, you know, might live on, but the greens are destined for someone's dinner. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of complete disasters, there were two newcomers to me farm artist retreat this week. A pair of senior artists, Betty and Ben. <laughs> Betty likes to tell everyone she's 75 years young. Oh dear, yeah, she's focused on watercolours whilst her hubby Ben doesn't mention his age. <laughs> Only his private fetish, yep. He specialises mostly in body painting. Mm. That's something newer on the farm though. Yeah. Oh well, right now Betty is focused on dreaming in the woods with her paintbrushes and weighty paper. Whilst her hubby Ben has been accosting the farm visitors, well, the women anyway, and asking them if he can body paint them. Mm. He succeeded with a couple... On the other hand, they were hardly what you call oil paintings to begin with. <laughs> but when the wife volunteered and suggested she'd never been body painted before, he wasn't so keen. <laughs> he even told her he'd need to buy extra paint first. Yep, surely there's a lot of surface area to cover with our Elsie. <laughs> Added to that, our newcomers are joining an almost senior, well, that's 58-year-old DJ... Jazzy Scratchy Eric, yeah. He's been busy entertaining Skip's line of visitors with his personal brand of itchy and scratchy music, or more like Muzak, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely great in. Anyway, as I've mentioned before, it's less retreat, more rehab rounder anyway. The camper artist retreat manager Quinton's still managing to get a few folks here on the farm, but uh, seems to become less re depressed too since the return of his happy guitar plucking partner Coagulate. The arguments are over for now. Well, let's put it this way. I haven't heard them argue for at least 12 hours anyway. <laughs> Add to that, a couple of retreaters, that's Serena and Sebastian, an odd couple from New Jersey who love to wrap things in black fabric and call it art, have been busy. Yep, wrapping up the vehicles outside the farm gate. <laughs> All they've succeeded in doing is confusing our visitors more than ever. Oh dear, whilst the mystics... Sybil and Rune were still dabbling in a bit of that modern-day occult and sorcery. Well, they suddenly disappeared overnight. And of course, me corrupt relative Skip Natter is immediately cashing in on that little snippet of information. He's spreading abduction rumours. <laughs> oh dear, and naturally, that's increasing the inquisitive visitors even more. As the days drag on, the theories have got more flaws than your average teenager's forehead. <laughs> but with Skip, it's always a zits and all combined with a mud at the wall approach anyway. Yep, they're all messy all round, aren't they? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of the art world, 
I read this really interesting article a few days ago about how cockroaches have become immune to many pesticides. <laughs> yep, they're not only breeding faster than ever, a big selection of so-called cockroach killers are losing the fight against the burgeoning population of German cockroaches in particular. Yep, added to that, they're becoming stronger and more resilient all round. Yep, that's why I always flatten them. Yep. <laughs> no matter what kind they are, yep, I use no nasty chemicals and they'll never become immune to the flying swatter or the boot eel. Yeah. <laughs> the downside in that plan is there are a few that release a disgusting, musty, almond kind of scent. Yep, a real stench when crushed or even touched. Yep, that lingers for hours. It even overpowers the stink of old Nan's cigarette smoke, which I must admit is quite an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Although, while on the subject of revolting odours, scientists have studied a few things that keep roaches away. And the best one is apparently the smell of death. Nothing like filling your own with the smell of death, is there? Mm, oh dear, you know, I think I'll stick with getting rid of the roaches me own way. <laughs> that, of course, brings me well rapidly to another of me farmyard pests. Naturally or even unnaturally, that's me almost antique 95-year-old mother Nan. <laughs> yep, you know, she's the most difficult kind of persistent pest you could ever have the misfortune of having around your own. Unfortunately, it's illegal to use the swatter on her, <laughs> even when it's hardly tempting sometimes. Yeah. On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me loyal brother and black sheep of family, Nelson Nutt's wife, Beverly Hills sex therapist, one of her 103-year-old grambler. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. She's not really a pest at all, no. More of what you call an ongoing nuisance, yep. This week, the old crows set up a poker table outdoors. Yeah, it's been warm and they can still tolerate a couple of hours in the sun, you know, without sort of baking away. <laughs> Either way, the odd cabbage conspiracy visitor finds the opportunity irresistible yeah, and ends up trapped in their aged web of deceit <laughs> and of course leaves a lot poorer than when they arrived <laughs> yeah. with the old crows at the poker table alien visitors should definitely be the last thing on your mind because the moment your eyes slip away from the game and up towards space one of the honed card sharps will be double dealing you at double time. <laughs> this week, they've already sculpted over a dozen victims. Yep, sculpted. And not just for the cash, no. Nan even asked me what she should do with the three car titles she got a hold of. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre family, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I have a nice nap. You know, never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down in the living room. It was the night Elsie and Beyond It had gone out on there what you call stuff a date, I suppose, with skinny old Frank, yeah. Nan and Chico were already asleep, and for once the room was quieter than usual. 
So, you know, I dozed off pretty quickly, yeah. But unfortunately, the wife and her buddy were still fresh in my mind. And of course, I wasn't headed into a pleasant dream. Oh, no, it was time for what I call a frightful nightmare. Mm. <laughs> see, I'd imagined the all-you-can-eat buffet, of course, yeah. And could see the blood-curdling sofa dwellers tipping down the trays of food into their pelican-like gullets as if they were machines in a food-processing factory. The other patrons sat around in horror, yet facing the possibility of a nothing-else-to-eat buffet. (laughs) But that was just the start of it, wasn't it? Once they'd finished the food, and all I could hear was someone saying, they've eaten a lot, it's not fair, they've eaten a lot. It was then the nightmare got suddenly worse, yeah. Elsie and beyond it started eating the other customers at the buffet table. Tearing them in from them. Oh, I woke. The start, and then in front of me was me daughter, young Dolly, yeah, complaining about how the terrible twosome had eaten every single cookie in the cupboard and left nothing for her. Oh dear. I think Dolly should learn to hide a private stash pretty quickly, eh? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of what you call a bad dream, I suppose me scruffy fireman Ding Dang is still working with Skip Natter to fleece our current visitors. <laughs> of course, Ding Dang's doing it by looking dazed and confused. Yep, something that comes easy to me, delinquent fireman, most days. Ding Dang is making some extra cash, though. Yep, but with Skip in charge of the purse strings, I doubt if it's a fair share at all. Yeah, added to that, Ding Dang having trouble understanding folks from the north. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's just plain old prejudice, don't you? <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid when he really is, I've got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote. Yankees are like hemorrhoids, a pain in the butt when they come down, and a great relief when they go back up. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. He reckons that describes most of our visitors from north of, well, in his case, let's just say, um, probably Atlanta. Yeah. Oh dear, ding dang. Doesn't travel very much, does he? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, me lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I spent a few hours this week questioning the odd subject of increased fame and fortune but only when you're already dead, that is. <laughs> or what may well be called a serious oh dear. Yeah, it's a sad irony when folks are so obsessed with the inevitable, they begin to celebrate a person's entire life, their entire work too, when they can no longer appreciate all the belated adoration. Yeah, even the millions of social media addicts who run around posting RIP 
that's someone they didn't even know before that moment, you know. My personal view on this is quite straightforward, yeah. Once someone is dead, they can't make mistakes or do anything that might disappoint or even tarnish a set of lifetime achievements. That's right, the final line is drawn under life, and in that case, you know, it's all over and covered. But in the case of ours, you know, or other creative folks in general, though, you know, the worst part is that they can be broke before they die. But once folks realise they're not going to be creating anything new, you know, the value of their work skyrockets. You know, someone else is making a killing. Probably not the right word, but, uh, or should I say, massive profits. And they'll never get to enjoy all that lovely post-mortem cash, will they? This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The blind neighbour old Lonnie and nudist swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? You know, sometimes I wish I didn't. <laughs> It's the same thing every week. Bring a bottle, your wife or girlfriend, and potluck dishes for the free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with like-minded swingers, and that is his version of a potluck experience. And old Lonnie eats his way through stacks of free food, which this week included something dragged in from a river. Yup, Lonnie got a hold of some gator. Yep, that's right, not an alligator, just a piece of it. Oh dear. I just hope it wasn't the mouse. (laughs) So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the free-range, free-for-all party. Oh, yeah. Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more interesting bunch of swingers. Yeah, he gave up on the old classy thing weeks ago. (laughs) You know, but this week everything was looking beyond help. It sounded like a mad dash by a bunch of uncaged hens. Oh, well, that's the family perspective there. But uh, Fred ended up with his usual motley crowd of odd-shaped, not poultry, but folks, without a single feather in sight yet, mingling in the comfort of his cosy little home. Anyway, I headed home pretty fast too. (laughs) Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old nan, the miserable old crew herself. As a little feature on the show, your old nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old nan remembers old Silas, the mouth-blown sheet glass maker death. That's a tongue twister all right there. See, death is my old mother's maiden name, but her family likes to pronounce it Diath to make it sound better. But as you know by now... Call in the deaths and keep it nice and straightforward for you. <laughs> so back to old Silas, the mouth blowing sheet glass baker deaf. Yep, it's a mouthful again. Well, it's what you call an ancient art added to that. Today, it's an almost extinct craft. Yeah, very sad. Unfortunately, not much more is known about this one of Nan's hideous relatives other than he met an untimely end. A drink too many and his usual pack of lunchtime ciggies caused old Silas to not only sway around but go into a high-tar coughing fit most days. But one Friday, 
We need to have more booze than usual. A typical death trait, I might add, yeah. <laughs> Not only restricted to the last day of the work week either, no. Yep, there's never a day off when it comes to an inebriated member of the death family. But I digress a bit there, you know. But old Silas, what did he do? He decided to suck instead of blow. <laughs> oh dear, his drinking days were over. Well, you know, it's kind of difficult to swallow or do much else with a glass mouth. <laughs> there's another death to cross off the endless list. <laughs> This is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nedmatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for my book reviews. Yep, I get my hands on a few and I feature them right here on my show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of Road books go in the giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay, then, I've ended up with just one odd book this time around, and it's called I Believed in the Home Based Business Revolution by I Failed Badly Jr. <laughs> well, it's a long title. But a great book for anyone who spends more than an hour online a week. Yep, <laughs> yep the internet is overcrowded with get-rich-quick business schemes that make the folks advertising them instantly far richer than you. <laughs> anyway, I digress again, don't I? We've all seen them, you know, and I Failed Junior points out more than just the pitfalls here. But I'll pick out a few of my favourite chapters. Chapter 1 gets straight to the point and is called Never Believe. That's right, it tells you to ignore the hype. Great advice, yeah. Chapter 4 tells you how to save your money. Not only ignore the hype, but never have your credit card handy. Well, finally, I picked out Chapter 9. It's called Don't Be Afraid of Failing. Yeah, and it tells you the sobering news of how you're destined to fail. (laughs) Sad but true. So, back to the book. Well, you know, I'm keeping this one. I think it's about time someone finally said... Wait a minute, if it's that easy, yeah, then of course there's a, an etc in there, somewhere in there too, eh? <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yeah, me anomalies from around the world future. This time we're visiting Brazil and it's another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one, another disgusting delicacy from around the world. Oh yes, I'm talking about wild armadillo meat. There's a bunch of delicacies like it, and last week I discussed tortoise, or what used to be called Hoover chicken. Well, the armadillo was once called Hoover hog. <laughs> of course, it's still a favourite with our local epicurean, old Lonnie. But in Brazil, though, it's cooked and eaten regularly. Yep, the meat on its own, or with seasoning. There's even a kind of armadillo stew, I believe. But there's also a huge downside with our little armoured beast. Yep. They carry leprosy. (laughs) 
So there's a good chance that eating one puts you at high risk of getting it. Yeah, leprosy that is. Yeah. You know, come to think of it, I should check up on Lonnie. Yeah, see if he's had anything drop off recently. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Dad. This is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Your brother Buck said he's going the whole nine yards this week. And yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about as I haven't a clue? Well, what I want to know is whether he's going to move out of his chair in the farm office for the first time this month. So perhaps you'll call me back, Ned. You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on my voicemail, as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. Anyway, let me translate for you, Nigel. This time Buck says he's going the old nine yards. Of course, Nigel, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a weird expression away, but totally different from what you imagine. Buck means he's going all the way, or going to do a whole lot of something. <laughs> In Buck's case... Mm, that probably means he's going to get out of his chair and make a huge bet on Norse. Or he's going to drink an entire bottle of vodka before breakfast. Yeah, rather than make it last the whole day. So you better look out for the empties. Well, and uh, I should check the farm accounts too if I were you, Nigel. Anyway, hope that makes some kind of sense to you. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me in constant political commentating neighbour old Russia's Stonewall Jackson farm again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal miner. <laughs> Add to that, it's all in snippet size instalments. Yep, with a weak bladder, Russia's always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this time, we've got Rush's little feature again. It's called Rush Recalls. And he's not just talking about his private hopes for the Democrats either. No, he's looking back at past events. This time, he reminded me how he recalls when gas was once 25 cents. Oh, dear, it's his favourite subject. And I had to remind him that he's already recalled that one before. More than once, privately. Yeah. <laughs> So he quickly changed subjects and remind me how the US once never had to depend on foreign oil. He says it's because the socialists, 
would let the foreigners take over the oil business when they were in power and let them import as much as they wanted to. <laughs> yep, that's Rush's blanket statement for everything you don't like. Oh well, of course, with Rush, there's not much happening with his always one-sided debate. Also, Rush is keen, you know, to forget about just about every administration in the past was keen to reduce the US's dependency on foreign oil anyway, for a host of reasons. Oh well, Rush didn't seem to hear me say that. Add to that, he usually doesn't manage to say much more before he excuses himself again with that standard statement. That's right, his great excuse to bail on me early. Gotta go. Oh dear, Rush has always got to go. Rush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> young Alice was in a cheerful mood when I visited this week. Yeah, she got another animal adoption for a growing sanctuary. Well, it's a nine-banded armadillo <laughs> yeah fortunately we're not in brazil but she's still hiding it from the locals before yeah poor thing ends up a supper oh dear she'll have to watch out for lonnie for sure what with his nose <laughs> on the other hand she reminded me of how we should take or notice the wonders of nature and baffle me again with a really bizarre statement rather blue the pacific ling cod loses 20 teeth and grows 20 teeth every day Interesting, yeah. Mind you, apparently a lingcod has 500 teeth to begin with. So when it catches another fish or squid, there's no letting go. Oh dear. Bit like the wife with a box of donuts. <laughs> anyway, as always, Alice's Coffee, Cake and Company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, my lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, first up, I got a call from Nicole in Norfolk. Yep, she called me to chat about this really odd story about a woman from Sweden is having trouble finding men to date her. Why? Well, apparently men are afraid of her 80-inch butt. <laughs> oh, dear. Well... It's not that simple, though. She's had what's called a Brazilian butt lift five times already, and now she's planning a sixth one. Yep, butt lift, that is. <laughs> Believe me, she must have trouble with most things. Oh, dear. Apparently, she loves two things in her life, booty and food. <laughs> i got a similar situation in my living room, actually. The only difference is you never see the wife's butt. Well, she's always sitting on it. But then again, you wouldn't want to either. But... Yep, that's the butt with one T. <laughs> you do see plenty of food, though. <laughs> my second item comes from Charles in Chelmsford. He told me that after hearing me chat about allergies last week, he'd heard this really interesting story, too, about a man in his hometown being allergic to the colour blue. <laughs> yep, that's right. Blue. <laughs> Apparently, he can't go outside on clear days. He can't take Viagra. <laughs> And when his wife arrived home in a blue dress, he came out in a serious rash. What's worse, 
It was a blue rash, yeah. And that meant he was allergic to himself for over 48 hours. <laughs> That's a person he couldn't escape from. <laughs> I'm allergic to just about everyone in me living room most days, no matter what they're wearing. Well, I'd say it was a great excuse to avoid them anyway. <laughs> me final caller came right out of the blue from Leona in London. Yeah, She called me to tell me about a new group of activists in the UK. Yep, supposedly climate activists. Yep, they've been going around and deflating the tyres of some folks' SUVs, particularly those parked in what they decided were affluent neighbourhoods. Apparently, they use lentils to block the valve and they reckon it can make a difference to the environment. Oh dear. Looks like another craze that could spread with disastrous results, if you ask me. I suppose they haven't considered emergencies or other things beyond what seem to me to be more like jealousy than simple care for the environment. Add to that, I see a few of these so-called activists meeting with a few so-called accidents too. And it won't be caused by escaping air pressure either. Particularly if it happens here in the US. Yep, most of my neighbours are affluently armed too. <laughs> this is Ned Matter here with the Ned Matter Radio Show. I'm every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The dubious command agent, 50%, is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, well, he's definitely on topic with this one. Anyway, here goes. Here at Digital Get Rich Quick Profits Inc., doing business as the online scammers, we've definitely got the cheapest get rich training program on planet Earth. So go to our website and listen to our founder, I drone a lot the third in his unique three-hour video on how he lost his wife, got harassed by bill collectors, became homeless, and then discovered a get-rich secret in a discarded copy of the Wall Street Journal. Even the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yep, he got out of debt in just seven days, remarried, and now has a perfect life. He says, "Yep." <laughs> Now you can get rich quick today at bythetimeifinishedyourbuyit.net yep. and find our latest deals. We keep it real here at Digital Get Rich Profits Inc. Buy our one-of-a-kind online kit today and save over 90% off the usual retail price. That's right, 90%. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, I drone even more, has a special offer. And just for Ned Nat Show listeners, yeah, with every online course bought within the next 38 minutes, we'll throw in a free personal mentor. Something you just can't live without. And you can't beat a deal like that either. So visit us today and remember our motto, get rich quick, get out of debt, dump your boss, dump your bills and find a new wife today. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. Yeah, even the motto seems to drone on, doesn't it? <laughs> but I'm sure you've seen these so-called experts polluting just about every online resource available with their answer to everything. The odd part for me is the wife bit. Well, you know, you see the guy's wife dumped him when he was broke and destitute. He's remarried when he's on the up and up. 
But nobody seems to realise he's just making the same mistake all over again, isn't he? You know, once he's rich enough, she'll dump the guy too. <laughs> the dump, the guy, that is, who can never shut up for more than two seconds as well. Yeah, and take him to the cleaners for everything she can get. Add to that, I can see two things here. A divorce petition. I couldn't get a word in edgeways or sideways. And of course, the next get rich scheme. I got dumped twice, but now I've got just the scheme for you. Please, will someone find a gag for this guy today? Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. On whichever way you dice it, his show is unpasteurized and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcast too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.